Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mind Your Business, Mills County. Today's episode is brought to you by Tri-Valley Bank. Tri-Valley Bank is the sum of its customers. Their customers live, work, and play in southwest Iowa, northwest Missouri, and southeast Nebraska. Their customers are diverse, ranging from agriculture, agriculture's associated businesses, family-owned restaurants, auto repair, many other types of businesses that make the area a great place to live and raise a family. They recognize that talented, knowledgeable, and friendly employees are the key to achieving their customers' vision to live and prosper in our area. And Tri-Valley Bank's goal is to be the best financial institution for their customers. They have the staff with the commitment and desire to help their customers with their financial needs. And to that end, their employees are committed to focus on Tri-Valley Bank's customers and their financial well-being. So the next time you're in a branch of Tri-Valley Bank, be sure to thank them for being a sponsor of Mind Your Business Mills County. Joined again today by Rachel Reese, Executive Director of the Glenwood Area Chamber of Commerce. Rachel, thank you very much for your time. And I'll tell you what, everyone knows we've got a big giant elephant in the room. So why don't we just uh, acknowledge that it's here and jump right in? Perfect. Let's do it. How I operate. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So uh, word is out. Everyone has seen the, the news that the Glenwood Resource Center is closing. And yeah. um, it's not closing immediately. They are going to take some time. Uh, the state's going to do what the state does. So uh, the 550 employees are not immediately out of work, but uh, it is coming. So... What does this mean for Mills County? I think, I mean, there are so many moving parts, right? So it's figuring out where do you put the clientele that is up there and currently housed there? It's like, what do you do with the land? Um, how do you make sure that the businesses that are still currently up there feel supported and are able to maintain? And then how do you support the employees? So there, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts and that takes time and that takes a lot of conversations and transparency. And um, it's easy, especially because we've been through so much as a county. I mean, you're looking at a flood, a pandemic, Mulholland's burned down and now this. Um, it's very easy to get fatalistic and think like, oh, this is the end, this is, this is horrible. And it is bad, it, it, it isn't a good thing. And for those employees that um, will probably lose their jobs, it, it, there's going to be a period of mourning and it needs to be felt because the things that hurt need to be dealt with. And it meant that it mattered. But I don't think that it necessarily means that it's the end of our county or that our county is in disarray or anything like that. I'm not a person that looks at the glass and thinks it's half empty. I always look at it as there are opportunities. And this is yet another moment in our story of Mills County where there's an opportunity for change, an opportunity to transform and to create something different and something a little more sustainable and something that can really bring vibrancy to our county. I went through something very similar, just on a, on a personal level, not on a, on a large scale like this, but I had, back in 2011, I was working for a radio network and it was moved to Denver and I was offered a position uh, with the new company in Denver and I ended up taking it. About a year and a half later, I was one of 45 people who got laid off uh, all on the same day. And also similar to this, 
I was given a well, I was given a severance package, but I was told that I had to stay an additional nine weeks in order to get it. So it wasn't as if uh, I was told I was laid off and then instantly it, my job was gone, which is similar to what's going on right now with the Glenwood Resource Center. That folks know that the end is here. So I think that. It's important to give people, in a way, a grieving process uh, that their position is now going to be gone. But at the same time, after you move through that, now let's look through forward and start looking for other opportunities because this is a chance to make things even better than it was before for them. Absolutely. I mean, I think like we're only a week out, right? And a lot still is sort of sort of needs to be unearthed and sort of needs to be decided and moved through. And so this is not something that is going to be instantaneous. And I think in order to actually create sustainable change, it's going to take time. And that can feel really uncomfortable for people because change is icky. Change makes us feel things that is unsettled. It releases that fight or flight mode in us that makes us just not want to be a part of it. We always want to revert back to what is known and what is comfortable. But in order for change to happen, in order for something else to be beautifully born, you have to lean into that. You have to accept the uncomfortableness and realize that maybe there's something that we can learn from this and maybe there's something that we can create better. I learned back in high school, uh, one of my favorite teachers, uh, Sue Alborn, uh, which, by the way, I'm, I'm friends with her on social media, but I don't call her by her first name. <laughs> anyway. No, you never call your teachers by their first name. <laughs> not, not ever. I'm, I'm in my 50s now, and I'm still life. not, yeah, I'm in my 50s now. I'm still not going to do that. But anyway, uh, back when, I, I believe we were uh, sophomores, and it was the first day of school, she had us write a paper, just a snap paper, on the subject of the only constant in life is the inevitability of change. Mm -hmm. Change yeah. is going to happen. Some of it's going to be good. Some of it's going to be bad, but it is going to happen. And this falls right into that category. Now, at, at the same time, as you mentioned, there's a lot of moving parts here and there's a lot of logistics that folks need to be able to figure out, not only individually, but also from your office. Um, and this may be a chance for other businesses in Mills County that have been looking for employees that, okay, now we might have an opportunity here because many folks that, that live in the area don't want to leave. They love right. Mills County. So that's, this is a chance to go out and, and look for that area. Yeah. And I mean, I think that you're right. Change is definitely inevitable. And I mean, I think that if I look back over the last 10 years, if anybody had told me that I would end up in Glenwood, Iowa, 10 years ago, working at the Chamber of Commerce, um, I probably would have laughed at them because I would have been like, that's not happening. But I don't, I can't imagine being anywhere else. Right. So I think that if we allow the change to happen and lean into that, something beautiful can come out of it. And it is an opportunity for us to really look at how do we help support the current businesses that are up there and look at connecting employees that way. Um, it's, it, it also could be an opportunity for businesses to move up there and open up shop up on GRC. So the campus. So, I mean, I think that there, there are so many ideas floating around, but 
in order to get to the fruit of it. Like we, we still have processes we have to go through. We have feasibility studies to do, which who doesn't love a good feasibility study? And I mean, we still have so many things that we have to go through and it's just, I mean, change takes time and that's hard and it sucks. Trust me. I'm a person that wants to know, wants to have a plan, wants to know the answer, wants to know what A, B, and C plan is. And that, that is, that doesn't exist today. And as much as everyone else is feeling it, I I feel it too. I hundred percent, we all, if other people have, and many people have stated on Facebook and we've had some really good conversations over the last couple of days with people. And many of them are concerned about um, what's going to happen to those buildings. What's going to happen to the people, what's going to happen to the employees and every concern that is said on Facebook, trust me when I say our office, and I think even economic development and anybody that is in a leadership position in Mills County has felt it and felt the same concern as everybody else and um, has vocalized those concerns. And so there's also a trust factor, right? Like we have to trust that the people that are in leadership are going to help guide that change. And um, that can feel hard too, because there's always that struggle of does leadership actually know what they're doing? (laughs) So, I mean, I get it. I hundred percent get it. I know you've had conversations recently with uh, folks that, um, You've you've heard the thought and the concept of why can't we just go back to the way things used to be, and it's a nice thought, but at the same time, I do this thing online, uh, and it's just my own little thing called Tips from Todd, and it's kind of a daily inspirational thing. Things that typically inspire me, I think maybe they inspire someone else. So some of them are my own thoughts, some of them are a blend of my thoughts and someone else's. And let's be honest, some are just outright stolen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Some of my better ones are just outright stolen. (laughs) Anyway, uh, one, a concept that I thought about recently was the fact that the vehicle of life that we're driving in, the windshield is bigger than the rear view mirror for a reason. And there's a couple of purposes that that serves. One, it's because the windshield's bigger because that's the direction we need to be looking as opposed to behind us. But the other one is that the rearview mirror is smaller because looking behind us is so much easier to see. Mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult to look into the future and see what uh, may be coming. I have a, uh, a band that I like quite a bit called the Avid Brothers. And some folks listening are going to be familiar with them. And they have a song uh, the name of the song is called Head Full of Doubt, Road Full of Promise. And there's a line in that song that says, decide what to be and go be it. Mm-hmm. And that really speaks to me on, on a level even past what the line of the song is. Because a decision doesn't have to be completely well-formed and thought out before you make it. It's okay to make a decision and then make adjustments later. It's how I'm how my business has been for the past two and a half years. So at this point, this is a chance for a lot of people, businesses, individuals, uh, everyone that this has affected, just make a new decision and then make adjustments from there. Yeah. I mean, I think to, to just go back to what you were talking about with the car and the rear view mirror, I think a lot of people operate within this sense of nostalgia, right? And we operate that way because it was a time when life was simple and we have, we have a tendency as human beings to over romanticize the past and to think that they were, that the past was like 
this beautiful, non-complicated thing. The reality is, is that if we go back to those times, there were probably still similar issues that exist today. It's just that in our brains, we, in order to survive, we over-romanticize them. And I think that we have to accept that it, what is currently is, will never be what it was in the past. And that is okay. And when you talk about go and be the thing, I I was raised very, very faith-based. I was raised um, evangelical Christian. And there's the story in the Bible that talks about how when Jesus walked on water, he encouraged one of his disciples to step out onto the water with him. And I think the thing that always struck me at that, and I can actually like hear my mom telling me the story. And one thing that she is always, and she's just a very wise woman and that she is always during any time of huge transition in my life, she's always just said at some point, you just have to step out on faith and believe that the next step is going to be there. So we don't know what the next step is going to look like. We don't know what GRC closing is going to look like in two years. We don't know what the ramifications are going to be or what will be up there, but we have to step out on faith and recognize that in some way we'll see the next step. And we just keep doing that. And if you keep going one step forward, it'll keep showing up. And then we have to trust that at the end of the day, we're making movement forward and we're not staying stuck because moving forward is better than being stuck any day of the week. So you just uh, encapsulated uh, one of my favorite inspirational speakers. Uh, his name is David Goggins. And anyone, if, if you Google him, he's not safe for work. Don't, <laughs> don't do it at work because don't Google it at work, folks. The, the language that comes out of this man is not something that you want your five-year-old repeating. However, love it. <laughs> what he does say is that someone was talking to him that they felt lost and they couldn't, they knew where they wanted to go, but they just couldn't see how to get there and they couldn't see the path on how to get there. And his response was, can you see the next step? Then just take that. Just Absolutely. take the yeah. next step. And after that, take one more. And only worry about that, even if you can't see the end result yet. No one's saying you have to. This is too new. This, you don't have to have it all figured out yet. Just take the next step. And I think that that is just the best metaphor for life and for everything. And I mean, when we look back, I think when we were in the midst of the flood even, I think a lot of us thought, how are we going to get through this? How are we going to make it to the end? And it was just a matter of taking one step at a time. And I think that if we keep the focus on, because I think how we are defined at the end of our lives is very much how we respond to crisis and how we respond to those that are going through crisis and that have been dealt a hard blow. And I think how we respond to this and how we respond to the flood and how we respond to all of the things that have happened in Mills County lately, lately is really a reflection on who we are as people in our character. So I think that if we maintain the focus of we want to do right by the employees, we want to do right by the businesses that are currently up there, we want to do right by the residents that are up there, those steps become even clearer. Because as long as you're focused on how do we make sure that people are okay, and it might not be 
what they want it to be. But as long as we're doing the best we can, then that's all we can hope for. Well, for today, I think I'm going to change the name of this to Mind Your Business Group Therapy, if that's okay. <laughs> well, you do know that my background is still short. So at some point, we're going to become like a little therapeutic. <laughs> Absolutely. At the same time, I would encourage everyone that whether you, you are personally affected by this or you know someone that's affected by this, it's okay to grieve. It's okay to uh, go uh, and, and uh, feel the sting of what has happened. Just don't stay there. Feel it for a while and uh, work on processing it and then move forward. That's the best thing, uh, I think. And I I have a difficult time with anyone. If I'm trying to talk to them about something bad I'm going through, they start telling me about someone else that has it worse. That's not not really not not something that that I need to hear. You know, it's... uh, the that's comedian my favorite thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I mean, I think that that is the, I think that's my social work background coming in. Like it, it, it's never a competition of who has the excuse, the language of the shittiest life. Um, because that's not, that's not where we're at. But I think that if, if like you said, if anyone just needs to talk, I think that there are many of us out there who are just willing to listen and to sit with you and to cry. And that is okay. That is a hundred percent okay to feel that. Trust me. Many tears have been shed over the course of the last four years and it, it's okay to feel that it's okay to feel frustrated. And if you need to talk, come talk. If you need to scream, we can scream. If you need a beer, let's go have a beer. Like let's do this, but then let's move forward. I, I think that's very sage advice. And, um, as I said, this was a interesting episode today. Uh, but, uh, and, uh, again, for those that are affected, uh, by the closing of the, uh, Glenwood Resource Center, um, you're in our thoughts and we know that it's, it's a very confusing time for you. And there's a lot of folks that this has affected. So reach out, support each other. And after a period of time, start looking towards the future and start seeing what, uh, is what might be available for you out there. This episode of Mind Your Business Mills County brought to you by Tri-Valley Bank. So be sure to thank them for uh, being a sponsor. We thank all the sponsors that help us to uh, bring you uh, this podcast. And a big thank you, Rachel, for taking the time to address this. It's not easy. It's not easy to talk about. And change is seldom easy if it's not planned. So we appreciate your time and we appreciate uh, your passion for the job that you have. Thank you.